Drew and Josh again. We're doing a live session, but uh, for once, and this is the first time in the history of TFS. Well, not only TFS, but man, it's been years since we've got to do a face-to-face. -face yeah, it has game. Uh, we also have some new audio equipment. Our friend Shy. Thank you, Shy. Uh, helped us out with the other mic while Josh was in. So we've got those set up. So this audio should probably be the cleanest out of all the live sessions that we've done. And the only reason it wouldn't be is me getting over this cold and having snot face. Yeah, snot face. But it also gives you that, I don't know, right. that deeper timber. Yes. My, uh, uh, my, my real man voice. <laughs> 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 anyway, right. Yeah. So so we have a we have a tense confrontation on our hands. Mhm. And uh uh if you want to reset up the scene while I Yeah, sure. I was thinking about this earlier and perhaps I neglected to make this point, but the the spot where everybody is now. So there's Morgan there with Kim who uh, we should probably call something like the manifestation instead of what she's listed as in the notes for trademark purposes. Right. But, uh, Kim has just brought Morgan back to the sink because Morgan got wind through his networks of friends that the Stringersburg Sept were there and maybe some cops or cop-like people kicking indoors, interrogating people, roughing them up. And so Morgan is there to put a stop to it presumably but he was met <laughs> on the riverbank and I should probably we should clarify here much of the sink is underwater but I imagine there must be points where there's like a regular where like the the, the the terrain is higher and so it's not underwater at this point yeah there's I imagine that there's a handful of spots in, in the sink where you know like um what do we say? The library mm -hmm. was kind of above. Um, but yeah, like most of the residential spots and uh, surrounding buildings, probably somewhere around like 75 to 80% of the sink is uh, at least like half a story right. underwater, give yeah. or take. Inundated. Or is that immersed? No. I don't know. What's one of those? Something like that. Okay, so anyway. Kim has been uh, propelling them through the air with big blasts of wind, and they landed on a spot where Morgan was hoping to conjure up somehow the ghost of the of the dead riverboat sailor from issue. Uh, well, it was issue one of of, of, of Morgan's story. story arc, right? The beginning. So that of should Morgan's be story. probably I think it's episode twenty one. Okay, cool. And uh, got there and found 
Duke Disastro and some thugs in Vector Tactical Gear waiting for them. Now, help me because it's been a hot minute. Vector Tactical is what the strongmen have been carrying. Yeah. But Duke Disastro is publicly supporting through the sept the the, the technocrats, technocrats but right. he his like shell companies have been supporting the strongman one of roland's spirit allies found out that he's connected to vector although it didn't exactly say how and oh i thought you said it was like shell company to shell company well, to blah yes. blah blah yeah no that's right i just mean like nobody's caught him you know, right. going over to Vector and being like, sell this to them mm-hmm. and give the money to me. Ha ha ha. Gotcha. That, 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 that stuff is tacitly assumed. <laughs> but yeah, so it is a little weird. It is a, I mean, it's like, is he playing both sides? Right. Is one side actually the other side? Which is kind of what Morgan is assuming is that he's playing both sides to, to what end he has no idea. I mean... That's the sound of my fingers rubbing together in a money gesture. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, uh, Morgan lands in that situation, and, you know, uh, Duke Disastro gives him the the ultimatum to come along, or I guess he implied violence, inferred violence? He he implied it. Okay. Um, Morgan's going to kind of put his hands up and he's going to point towards his belt and kind of, he's like, I'm going to, you mind? So he reaches into one of his pouches just with his thumb and forefinger and pulls out a little sheet of paper. Duke Disastro smiles and he uh, makes a, makes a hold back gesture to the, the half dozen men gathered nearby. And he says, and what have you got there? Well, uh, okay, so I've been doing some some research for a while now, and uh, I got two things. One, there's the you keep calling me a vigilante, and I don't think you're quite right, cause uh, there's the Good Samaritan laws that uh, say I'm gonna paraphrase here. Uh, the guidelines you offer legal protection to people who are give reasonable assistance to those who are or who they believe to be injured, ill, in peril, or otherwise incapacitated. But that also follows under the duty of rescue laws that Stringersburg initiated in 2007, which the duty of rescue law or tort law uh, arises in a number of cases. And pretty much, if you can help and don't help, then you can get sued. So all I've been doing is helping people that need it. I see. Well, this will be something for you to take up with lawyers in the city's employ. Come with me, and you can have this legal discussion with them. No, that's all right, because you said that you were going to arrest me for being a vigilante, and... uh I don't quite fall under that, I don't think. Very well. He uh, he smiles and just sort of easily. Oh, and by the way, uh, his knuckles. He kind of Morgan looks around. He doesn't really take his eyes off, but he he 
pantomimes looking around for drones or whatnot. You know, I'm sure you're having this recorded or something super smart that I'm not aware of, but it was pretty clever about how you uh, altered people's memories about the whole speech thing. That was weird, man. (laughs) I must say, this has been fun. Take her. He points to Kim and the six vector guys go after her. And then... He, like, makes a big theatrical gesture and something comes out of his sleeve and hits the ground between you. And smoke goes up. Uh, while this is happening, real quick, can I try to invoke the sailor? Like, we yeah, figured out his well, name or whatever? I mean, yeah, you can try. What? How do you want to... How do you want to do that? Probably watching after something Roland did maybe towards the end, like if there was a particular name or something like that that he used. Um, okay. You know, Morgan doesn't really know what he's doing, but he's going to try to, because he's he is assuming at, at all points that with all the, the bullshit that people have talked about, Disastro all the years growing up and everything that this guy is actually legit and maybe it's like a double con or double bluff or something but he he's he's he wants a magical ally because he's assuming disastro is magic right which is reasonable well um so maybe to know to, to like have an idea of what to do he could make a knowledge magic check which i assume would okay. be yeah, he's he's got knitting. Right. Yep, that's uh that's gonna be relying on the old probability control. Probability control. So that gives him ten plus whatever his stat thing would be. Yeah, so that should be uh, well whatever he rolled plus ten. So what he rolled? Uh, and then his stat. Uh, he rolled a three. Mm-hmm. Which is garbage. Okay, well, I don't think he can get to 20 with that, and that's what I figure the difficulty would be. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, he doesn't really know how to do this properly, but he can try something anyway. So he he calls out the, the name he remembers and anything else. Um, I'm trying to remember from what exactly happened with that whole rundown can you help kind of pull that because we kind of that was so long ago recording wise i'm trying to remember everything i mean we also did that in sort of a vague zoomed out description sort of way right so tell you what i think we should just give it a give it to the dice let the dice that's that's completely fine so um, i'm not terribly stressing it Whatever he tries, let's say there's a percentage chance that it works anyway. If the die comes up with a roller lower result, use your power rank instead. So yeah, it would have been a 10. Okay. Alright, well nothing nothing immediately apparent happens. Alright. Um, in the meantime. Kim is like squaring up, but 
even from a distance and not knowing her real well. Morgan can tell she's nervous. Okay, she I'm. She hasn't faced six men. Before. Okay, I'm gonna like glance over real quick and. You good? She's like, I can take care of myself. <gasps> and she thrusts her fists out and shoots a big blast of air at one of these guys and knocks him back. He, like, fall. He, like, does a head roll a couple of times. He tumbles over himself. But the rest of them are closing on her. She got that one shot in, and now it's going to be a melee. All right. Uh, since... Duke Disaster has put up this smoke screen or whatever. Morgan's going to whip out the two Vector Tactical nightsticks, and he's going to wing them at, from the side. Because give me like a general setup, like where everybody is-ish. Right, okay. So it was like, here's this embankment or whatever with the river. You all landed like here. And there's buildings back here and alleyways and everything because it's like right on the side. And uh, so Disastro came out of an alleyway and these guys were in like a loose semicircle. So some of them kind of scooted around you to converge on her. And we're, you know, Disastro and Morgan were facing each other and there's the smoke cloud like right there. Okay. So he's he, he's he's helping Kim. Yes, he he's going to help her because he doesn't know really what to do with Disastro until Disastro comes to him. So he's going to bank on his defenses until Disastro either shows himself or gets within arm's reach. Okay. All right. So what uh, what what kind? Of, so these guys are armored. What kind of damage can he do throwing a, a nightstick or whatever? Uh, his attack at range kind of sucks. It's a two. Um, but he does have an effective strength of 20 with the suit on, so he gets a plus five modifier. Okay. And he's got a dex of 18. Mm-hmm. So that's a four modifier. So I'm just trying to th- compare like his capacity for damage to their capacity for toughness. Right. So um, he would have plus five because of strength. Right. And probably a little more for throwing a piece of metal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a one or a two, probably, depending on right, right. how tough the metal is. Okay. Like that's going to consistently be more than their toughness. Yeah. And just so you're aware, uh, he does have spatial awareness built into the suit. Mm-hmm. So anything, even if he can't see it, he can sense it coming. Okay. So he's got... It's, it's like a limited radar sense so like he can't see in the dark but he it's like a he can feel the space yes right right okay i'm glad you reminded me of that it's more of like a tactile okay sense okay well then he he feels or i guess in this case it would be more of like a fate like he you know feels the line of fates coming or whatever Uh, so okay so He's got one in each hand, and he throws both of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's not get too nitty-gritty here. I think one connects solidly to the guy side of a guy's head and knocks him the fuck out. Another one, he can't... He doesn't stop to see what the impact is because he feels things coming through the air at him. Okay. I think we might want to roll this one because I'm curious how this goes. When you're attacked with a ranged weapon in this system, is it like 
uh, you just roll defense. Mm-hmm. Reflexes like area attacks, um, okay. getting out of the way of like larger objects and stuff. Right. Right. Whereas okay. attack, you know, direct attacks and everything, even at a distance, are still defense. Okay. Roll the defense then. Okay. The spatial awareness thing would just give him a chance to not be taken by surprise. Right. And I have a nine, not a seven on my defense because for some reason this sheet cannot do math. Uh, 20. I rolled an 11 plus nine. Okay. Some. There's a high pitched whistle as something very aerodynamic comes through the air. It's where he was, like a a second ago and he sees something stick in the asphalt that's a little matte black throwing knife okay smoke cloud is still there it seems to have come through there okay uh he'll is it one of those throwing knives that's like kind of bladed all the way around or if it's just a got the blade tip and then the rest of it's the normal it's the double edge okay uh he's gonna pick that up and put it in his pouch real quick so this is one of the drier parts of the sink relatively speaking okay so there's she took out one i took out one and a half kind of dazed one guy Maybe. Maybe. So there's four left. At four least. and a half left ish. Yeah. Alright, he 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 grabs the knife and yanks it out of the concrete and a um a piece of asphalt comes out with it. He you know, it, it kinda it, it, it almost gets in his face and he kinda bats it away. It flies and gets under one of the guy's feet and everything and he trips and falls and bashes one of his buddies in the head. So I'm doing it as like a ranged attack, but... Mm, okay, I see. That's my intention, so... All right, sure. Um, well, okay, roll it. I'm going to see what happens. Uh, as a ranged attack, that would be a 13. Okay. Can you th- th- throw, a, throw a, a plus two for me? Okay, so 15. Okay. All of that happens except when the the guy slips and clubs his buddy. It just sort of sloughs off his shoulder. Okay. But, um... And then Morgan starts moving moving towards them. Okay. All right. um, You continue to take ranged attacks while this is happening. Um, Kim... Kim is, like, backing off, playing defense, but um, you see her, like, dodge or kind of, like, slough a couple of hits, and she's starting to get mad, more than scared. And she uh, she does a shove, she gets a guy off her to give herself a little space, and then she just, like, clenches her fists really tight, and the air around her starts to get really hot. You can see, like, sweat beating on her forehead. She's concentrating really, really hard. And uh, finally, a little ball of fire pops open. She opens each of her hands, and there's a little ball of fire in each one. And she's, like, facing these guys off. She's like, you want some of this? No, you don't. Get out of here. Um, okay, 
defend yourself against another ranged attack. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 19 plus 9. Okay. So 28. That's probably got up. Yeah. All right, you don't get hit. But again, another little vector knife comes out of the air, bounces off part of the scenery nearby. All right. Uh, I'm going to... Lend me... Look at my shit real quick. Oh, uh, also for future, he has elusive target, so when he's in melee, it's double penalty for ranged attacks coming in on him. So it'd be a minus eight. So he's going to close in on these guys, and he's going to... He's going to try to take out one, and then what he wants to do is... Does it seem like the the blade kind of came from the same direction as the previous one? A little different. Okay. He's going to rely on his, his, his instincts and his spatial yeah. awareness. And if he takes out one guy, he wants to, like go back to back with the next guy mm-hmm. like slide in on his back and kind of his blind side and then he's going to use this is game terms acrobatic bluff and when he feels the next one coming in he wants to roll around him let that guy get hit instead. yeah okay all right so it lets him use acrobatics rather than bluff for feints okay i don't remember what all this stuff does but sounds reasonable so hit a guy Oh, that was almost a 20. Uh, that would be a 15. Okay. What happens in the case of a tie? This is D20, so uh, tie goes to the attacker. Okay. All right. I believe. All right. What? What's your? What's his? What's Morgan's move on this guy? He's trying to take out. Um, he has strike for melee uh, uh-huh. with mighty, so it's a, a plus ten on damage. Um, but it's it's kind of like he hits them in a soft spot, mm-hmm. more so than he hits them really hard. Okay. Um, so he hits oh. them where they're most vulnerable. The strike is like fate guides him to that particular right. There. Okay. Um, but it's still a plus ten mechanically. But that's okay. just how it works narratively so yeah i guess he's gonna he's gonna come in and the guy's gonna kind of like look a little bit and turn his job and expose in between the helmet and the body armor a, a little soft spot on his neck and then morgan's just gonna kind of like jab his fingers right under his jaw mm, like a knife hand mm-hmm. okay he took some traditional Japanese martial arts classes. Yeah. That's like a karate or a kempo move. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the, the gloves of the suit mm-hmm. protect his fingers and his wrist from the recoil of that. He comes right in under. The guy's, the guy's got almost like a gorget-type piece, and it just goes right over the lip of it, barely. Like, he almost didn't hit, and then he hits. Just going to assume that's enough to knock this guy down there are two other guys going at kim at the same time and uh one of them misses but the other one goes in under her guard and belts her in the gut really hard with a nightstick so she's like (sighs) she looks stunned so you uh or morgan uh puts his back to the next guy's back that guy's like freaking out trying to decide what to do kim is trying to get her breath back 
and she's still sort of staggering. So another guy comes at her, the same guy swings at her, and she sort of like drunkenly lurches out of the way of the next strike. And then Morgan's anticipating another thrown knife, and he moves, and when he feels it coming toward him, he moves out of the way. But it, it was going so wide anyway, it doesn't hit the guy that he set up for the hit. Okay. Rolled a two. Nice. So, <laughs> I rolled one of those earlier. All right. So since since that went wide, um, and Morgan, okay, I'm gonna look, get a little crazy, little little distri- little sting. Uh, why can I not talk all of a sudden? A uh, little crazy, but Morgan is going to trip the dude. He's gonna sweep the leg. Mm-hmm. Or where he's behind him, he's just going to kind of uh, mule kick the back of the dude's knee mm-hmm. and spin around at the same time and grab his face as he's coming down and shove it into the concrete. Mm. And then if that takes the guy out, he's, I forgot he has takedown attack. He can, can just keep going. Yeah. Okay. He's going to go over to the guy that uh, hit Kim and... He's going to use the momentum of where he slams the dude's face in his head, does a front somersault, and then just, like, kidney punches the guy. Mm. It, no, he'll liver kicking. Where, where is the liver? That's on your left side. Oh, okay. Spleen's so like, on the right. So I like think that's right. Low, like right above the, the hips or something. Yeah, it's like okay, kind of mid. Oh, okay. It's the, it's the meat in between your your Where's hip bone your... and your rib. It's, okay. one the, it's some of the grossest knockouts you'll ever see. <laughs> All right, well, let's see if he takes the first guy down. All right, 18 to hit. Yeah, that would go through. And they don't have that much toughness. So, how do these toughness saves actually work against damage? You, okay, you roll to hit, yeah, and then you roll toughness and I roll damage, uh-huh. and then depending on how far that goes, like if it's a, uh, within a certain threshold, it just marks down ticks, and those ticks are like minus ones to all particular rolls, and then if right. it's like, um, if they fail by more than five, they're stunned, which means they can only do an action or a move, right. and then if it's past that, it's if it's a minus 10 or if they fell by 10 then like it gets worse it, it's like yeah another degree of severity yeah yeah like they can only do like right. very basic actions or whatever all right well here's his toughness save oh shit uh what's 21 what's he critted oh wow it's a nice complication anyway you hit him but don't knock him out okay clearly He's, you know... I hit him, but his armor yeah, is, is more effective than I assume. He's got he's got a layer of padding that either Destiny doesn't know about or... Okay, uh, do I still trip him? Um, probably. I think he, he gets either um, dex or strength, whichever's higher. Well, I'm just gonna base it. I'm just gonna base this off that same damage roll, and I'm gonna say you do trip him. Okay. So I'll at least get him down on the ground. Yeah. Okay. But, but then the other guy is still wailing on Kim. She seems to have recovered, but um, instead of trying to use her powers, she's just 
doing some what looks to you like very basic taekwondo blocks and kicks just trying to melee with him right slugging it out she seems to be able to keep the guy off her but it's hard to say if she's going to get the momentum back okay um um can i do something not rules based but i'm I'm gonna try to play this up um can he can i roll like wisdom or something to see if he has a flash of insight of fate of like how she could incorporate her martial arts with her powers more effectively like if kind of like avatar if he was like breathe when you strike or like something he could like say something real quick to be like try this yeah yeah, you can try that, sure. Okay, you just want me, like I said, roll wisdom yeah, or something? Yeah, or Sure, sure, that's fine. Good thing I have probability control. Uh-huh, what'd you get? 13. Okay, all right. I, got, I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But fate makes me blurt out something completely not asinine. I think Morgan says something very insightful. But Kim doesn't quite hear it. She's just like, what? Okay. Has to throw a, a, a roof block. She's just like, she's just like, not now. Uh, but maybe later you'll be able to reproduce the same comment okay. and, and help her out. It was a stretch, but I figured I'd give it a shot. I, I like it. I thought of uh, Zuko, young Zuko fighting What's-His-Face and Iroh being like, break his root. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was going for. General Zhao. Oh, right. Um, so now you can hear the, the, the there's some, there's a, a whirring sound in the air above the, the battleground. And you can assume that this means some of the one or more of the technocrat drones have appeared on the scene. What kind of like notice type thing does he have? He has. I mean, how does that work in this? Uh, notice he has. Well, there's notice, and then there is. You have investigate, but notice is like general perception when you're oh search is what i'm thinking of but yeah notice is like the general perception when you're not focused specifically on something does he have any acute senses uh he's got the spatial awareness he's got fate vision that's it but he has an 11 in notice okay from somewhere nearby morgan hears duke disastrous voice saying we all know how well you do against common men. And it seems to come from another place nearby when he speaks up again. He's like, but what can you do against? And again from another place, the dark arts. And he just sort of appears in front of you. And he's just holding his hand open, wrist down like this, and there's something in the palm of his hand that creates this flash of light. So he's trying to dazzle you. Okay. And I think uh, I think it's a reflex save. Sounds right. Uh, 18. I guess I roll this for your save difficulty. Okay. Oh, to speed that up, I'll always said kind of like your um, mind control is just do 10 plus whatever rank it is and just oh. set that as the DC. 
Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I'm glad we. That way, it's way less like I have to keep rolling or uh, blah 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 or some mook randomly resists this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you got you got eighteen. Mm. Okay. Um, the the flash of light is is momentarily blinding, but then it passes. It's almost like something in the suit kicks in to shield him from it. So Morgan can still see disasters in front of him with the, you know making this theatrical gesture. Okay, so he stepped within Morgan's circle, pretty much. He's um he's about he's probably about fifteen feet away, actually. Okay, yeah, he's totally closing in on him, and he's just gonna fucking he's gonna switch straight over to boxing and just wail on him. Okay. Which is probably where his foundation of his fighting is, like what he's most trained in. Just punch the shit out of the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, boxing's got quite a bit of the sweet science, as they call it. Yeah. yeah no, I know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I, uh, yeah. I'm but, not saying anything against boxing, but, but no. it is. It is fist strike. Based. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> that seems like Morgan's attitude as well. All right. Throw. Um, okay, hold on. Let me throw a little flavor in here okay. real quick. He, he's running in, and a bit of the the spark, the a bit of the spark, uh, reflects off of Morgan's helmet and kind of distracts Disastro. Yeah. <laughs> Spleen. <laughs> uh, fifteen. Mm-hmm. He comes this close. He like. Disastro just slips it like Muhammad Ali. He just barely misses. But he doesn't seem to think so. He seems to think he's in total control because he just grins. He's like, fisticuffs, is it? Yeah, sure. You know, I am really curious about how you knew exactly where we were going to be because I didn't even fucking know that. Tell me, what's going to happen to you when the strong men and the technocrats find out that you're uh, working both sides? You guys are, you guys have broken up and are circling each other for this conversation. He says, he says, what you should be concerned about is what will happen to you when the code is broken on your little concealment device and all the eyes in the sky can see you. He points. He's just like, see? And right when he points up and says, see, he makes another, like, big gesture. And uh, there's something in his gloves, maybe, or something. But when he makes this sort of wiping semicircle gesture, this weird array of multicolored lights bursts into the air. And the effect is, like, sickening. So make a... Fortitude? I think it's fortitude. Is, it, is this nausea? Yeah. Yeah, it's a fortitude save. Yeah. I'm a nerd and read this book a whole lot, although it's been a hot minute. That's good. Uh, that would be a 21. Okay. Well, it doesn't work. Okay. Does he kind of get a sense of what it's supposed to do? Or does he get a, like a wave of... It's... um. There's some kind of weird pattern in it, and the eye is drawn naturally to it, but partway through it, 
Morgan's like, oh, nope, something weird's happening, and he looks away from the last part so it doesn't work. But it's almost like a bunch of flashes in a certain, like, spatial pattern that would would give him a splitting headache if he had looked at the whole thing. All right. But he, like, glances away at the last second. Um... All right, so... Morgan wants to follow the wave of his hand mm-hmm. and kind of kind of flows in behind it. He's going to he's going to switch styles again to a bit more um hop keto esque. Mm-hmm. And when Duke Disaster's hands down towards the bottom, he wants to grab his fingers Fuck. and pull up and then spin around and put his elbow the opposite way into his other elbow mm-hmm. and into Disaster's elbow. Because mm-hmm. he's okay. like, oh, a magician, he needs his hands. I'm going to break his fucking arm. Nice. Okay. 15 again. Morgan gets his fingers up in the, in the lock and uh, is starting to turn around. And Disaster just sort of hurls himself into the turn and, like, throws himself off of Morgan somehow. And uh, he gives a booming stage laugh. I cannot roll shit for attacks right now. (laughs) My defense is is holding up. Definitely. He says, invigorating. And then he vanishes. Morgan doesn't see him anymore. All right. How is, uh, what we decide to call her, manifest? The manifestation. The manifestations. Uh, how's she faring against dude? Good question. Just for everyone out there, she was originally known as the Avatar, jokingly, because she can m- manipulate elements, but she's kind of crappy at it. Yeah. She's, uh, she's a lousy version of a much-beloved character. So. Yes. She's she's the manifestation, and right now she's the manifestation of getting her ass whooped. This, oh. dude, this dude has got her in a headlock, and he's putting knees into her gut. All right, so they've circled uh, one of the downed guys. Morgan sees that his, his nightstick's laying slightly over his hand, so he's going to kick it with his foot, and when it spins up, he's going to wait for it to come back down, and then he's going to do a windmill kick and kick it straight into the back of the, the dude's neck. Okay. Um, I don't think he's paying attention to you at all, but let me just see if he notices this happening. No, he does not, ladies and gentlemen. That is a natural one. So, surprise attack. So. Auto crit. I mean, Maybe. something like that. Just, uh, just, do the, just do the damage. Just do the damage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 18. He has only got, like, minimal covering on the back of his head but it hits him in the side so he's like he it it loosens him up enough for kim to shove off okay if he wasn't going to take him down he at least wanted to like give her some breathing room Mm -hmm. okay kim uh kim lifts her right leg high up like a sumo and stomps the ground and nothing happens ah this guy this this thug guy is like still focused on her like he he's you know he bounced the thing off his head but he just like looked at morgan and then kept going at her so you can go before him okay how close is he this is at least 30 feet away okay okay give me some scenery here um are we in the middle of a street? Is it 
towards a building? Is there piles up? So part of the reason why Kim has been faring poorly here is the river's at her back, and these guys have been trying to press her to it. So that's like hampered her defense. So there's like a crummy um, cobblestone sort of walkway. It's like at some point the city wanted this to be like a nice river walk, but the ground is soggy and like weeds are growing up in the cracks. So there's like crummy cobblestone stuff almost right to the edge of, of, of the riverbank. And then there's like stones down the sort of decline. So you guys are on those cobblestones. Um, Kim is like five feet from from the bank, and this guy is in front of her, pressing her toward it. Down past them a little bit, there's like a corroded wooden bench. Again, they were trying to make this a nice spot, and it didn't really take. Is the bench on the Morgan's way to the dude? No, it's on the other side of them. There's another one the other direction. Okay, in that case, he's going to just run full out on the dude and when he gets close he's going to jump and kind of uh old school catch wrestling style like kind of throw one leg over his head so it's in the in the crook of his knee and then just let the momentum bring the dude's face straight into the like he's running behind him dude's standing Mm -hmm. he's gonna jump and catch his leg on the back of the guy's neck oh. and then bring him and then bring him down. Wow, okay. Alright. Throw it. This dice roller's got something against me. Uh, that was a brain work. Uh, 18. Okay, you got it. So I mean, this is still just like a martial arts attack, right? Yeah. So do the do your damage for it. Thirteen. So if it's more than five different. Okay, if it fails, they're bruised, which just means for each tick mark, they're we get a minus one. If it fails by five or more, they're stunned and bruised. Okay. Um, okay, that's what he is. Okay. He's stunned and bruised. What does stunned mean? He gets a penalty. Uh, Stunned, unable to take actions, losing dodge bonus to defense, and suffers an additional minus two reduction in defense. Okay, all right. And also you get um, the additional normal effects of the condition of bruised. Which is a minus one. Yeah, for each health level that they would take. Okay, and that... So would that be like each one in excess? Yeah, like if you would take a... So you beat him by eight. Okay, so he would take eight health levels. So he would be at a minus eight, and then he would also be stunned. So he would lose his dodge bonus, suffers an, uh, an additional minus two to defense. Whoa. And he can't... And he's uh, for one round, he's unable to take an action. The loss to defense... And unable to take action is only for one turn, though. Okay. Well, he's... I mean, this guy's just a mook. I think he's knocked out at this point. Because, I mean, with those... With dice penalties like that, he can't do anything. Mm -hmm. So, you just bring his chin down on top of your other knee. And, you know, it's all you can do to hold back and not snap his neck at that last minute. He's just like... Yeah. A couple of the other ones nearby are like groaning and trying to push themselves up onto their feet. But, uh, 
you know, you see, you see Kim sort of like see them trying to get up and then like hesitate. She's not sure if she should go. Morgan just looks at her and he's like, get out of here. She's like, I won't forget about this. Then she pushes herself off in a big wind blast. She crosses the river barely in a jump and she starts heading off in the other direction. Morgan's going to try one kind of last Hail Mary. He's going to keep his back to the river, but he's going to start going, which is some uh, weird um, call that he's kind of picked up from Paku Paku. Mm -hmm. So he's just going to like chance that maybe he's somewhere close. Okay. Morgan's standing there looking around, making the fish sound. Over to his left, he just hears, What on earth are you doing? Oh, just trying to figure out where the fuck you are. Disastro makes a gesture with both his hands and tries to blind him again. Okay. So, reflex. Reflex. 18. This time, you don't look away in time. You're blinded. Okay. Says it overloads visual senses. Without sight, you have your spatial awareness. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking up what that does real quick. Yeah, if memory serves, it's something like um, you can see out to effectively out to 10 feet, and then every 10 feet past that, it's like a minus one or something. Mm. So it, like, replaces sight. Yeah, to to a certain extent. Like, it's not as refined. Like, you don't get details, but you can kind of figure out what's going on the moment the like light thing takes over and and he goes blind what does he do he he can still feel like the river behind him Mm -hmm. and a little bit off to each side he's he'll probably just take a a, like a defensive stance like he'll he'll Mm -hmm. cover up pretty Mm -hmm. pretty solidly okay but he'll yeah, he'll he'll but he'll do the open palms in case he he kind of senses a knife coming in or something, mm. so he can kind of slap it down. Okay. Disastro's voice comes to him from outside of his the range at which he can detect things spatially, but from over there somewhere, he hears him say. It may interest you to know that we found your little friends, and they're being swept up as we speak. He's, uh, he's trying to rattle you. Uh, so. You may have to be a little more uh, specific than that. I got lots of friends. Oh, here we go. Spatial awareness. You are mentally aware of your surroundings even when you cannot see them. You have accurate radius and ranged mental sense. Mental sense? Well, it it's, means that it's in your, your brain meets. But we can do it as, you know, fate sense or whatever. Accurate. Um, yeah, okay. Pinpoint the exact location. Radius. You can make notice checks with a sense against any point around you. Subjects behind you cannot use stealth to hide from you without some sort of other concealment. Auditory, olfactory, and tactile senses are normal. Normally radius for humans. Um, and then ranged. You can sense 
that normally has, you can use a sense that normally has no range, taste, or touch to make notice checks at a ranged increment of minus one per 10 feet. So his touch. All right, for the time being, let's just say he still can't detect where Disastro right. is. Yeah, yeah. That's so. just, just so we know for future yeah, reference. Yeah, that's a little bit helpful and a little bit confusing. Um, in the meantime, Disastro is trying to demoralize him using bluff. So he says here you can you you resist it with a skill check of your own. Will save what or what? Sense motive mm-hmm. or your own intimidate. Okay. I don't see Morgan as an intimidate. No, he's guy. he's got a two in intimidation. Uh huh. Is sense motive or will higher? Uh, sense motive. All right, we'll throw that then. Okay. Twenty. There's, you know, so you you snap out your retort to that, but for a moment you think about just the sheer reach of the sept and the TPP. Yeah. And you're just like, he may have just swept up everybody I know. You're shaken. It's minus two. Okay. Um, okay. Now what? It's you. Uh, do I see disaster anywhere? Sense disaster anywhere? You can try. Okay. He's gonna. I'm gonna. We'll do your notice against his stealth. Okay. I'm gonna stop using this roller. Nineteen. Ooh. I'm not sure which of you is the attacker and which is the defender. Uh, we'll borrow a little something from the fate mechanics. Do you want to succeed at cost? Yeah. Okay. So what's the cost of knowing? Where oh wait, is? I'm at minus two, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, so seventeen. Oh, okay. All right, never mind. You don't know where he is. Okay. Good. Good. Very honest. So not not being able to sense him. What's Morgan's move? Well, you know, you're you're awful tough. Uh, coming in with a bunch of bunch of guys and then talking some shit. But I ain't seeing nothing. Trying to provoke him. Yeah, a little bit. Actually, I kind of want to add to it. I want to do an acrobatic bluff. Like I can't while I'm doing it. I just kind of want to like kind of boxer hop and then like do a backflip. <laughs> just kind of be like, this ain't no thing. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. You do that. So I get to use acrobatics instead of bluff uh-huh. to do the same thing he did to me. Okay. But I want to more goad him than sure. shake him up. Uh, that would be a twenty-four. Okay. So would he? This is this is like a bluff contest. Mm-hmm. It, it's supposed to be so I can use it for feints instead. Uh-huh. But what what is feint exactly? Fainting gives them like a, a minus in combat. Like you're oh. like oh and they, right and they right they, it throws their defense off. Okay. What did you get? Twenty-four. Okay. Um, but 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 you're trying to goad him. Mm-hmm. Okay. In that case, you sense him coming in as he lunges. He he dives in and tries to shove you into the river. Okay. So you're not taken by surprise because your proximity sense or whatever feels mm-hmm. him coming in. But all right. So this is this is an I think maybe this is an acrobatics contest because he's diving low and trying to trip you. Okay. Landed on its side digitally. Weird. Yeah. Nat 20. Oh, oh shit. Okay. So 32. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Um, so can I say what I would like? Please. Where he's coming in, Morgan's going to squat down and, mm-hmm. and take him on chest level mm-hmm. and use his momentum and hook his foot on the back of his leg so he flips over and lands on top of him in full mount. Ah, a 20 will do that. A 20 will do that. By the way, um, roll a fort save to see if you've shaken off the blindness. Okay. 16. Is that with the penalty from being shaken? 14. Actually, you know what? I think that only lasts for a round, so you're not shaken anymore. Okay. Um... Not quite. Almost. Wait, Still hold, seeing like fuzzies. Hold, hold on, let me see some here. Yeah. Yeah, your vision hasn't fully cleared yet. Okay. It seems like it's starting to wear off, but not exactly. Okay, so you've you've got him in the full guard, full mount. Okay. He's, he says, he's like huffing. He's like, I admit it, you're better close in than I am. Go on. He's just going to look at him, shake his head, and be like, I'm sure you got this on fucking film, but I don't give a fuck. And he's just going to... Give him a beat down. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, 15 again. You beat him by five, so he's stunned. Okay. Is this this just like a punch to the face? Yeah, I'm just going to fucking, you know, clock him square in the nose, break his nose. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's clearly... uh, Lands. You hear a crunch. You can see the tears and snot coming out of his face. He still gets his voice. And you can, he's like, he's projecting. So he's not just talking to you. He's just like, go on, take your justice. Do what you think is right, regardless of the law and of the citizens of Stringersburg. I'm assuming at that point Morgan punches him again. No, uh, Morgan's going to swing around, put him in a full arm bar, and snap his arm. Okay. And then take his gloves. Mm, okay. He's just going to break one of his arms. Okay. Um, or try to. Yeah, let's just, let's, let's see. Let's see. Just make a damage thing. Okay. Uh, 19. Yep. There is a crack. Or maybe he just dislocates his shoulder. No, he's going to break his arm. You already said. Yeah, he's going to break his arm. You already said. All right. Fuck this guy. All right. Some people deserve to get dogged in the mouth and their arm broken. Well, um, yeah, sure. You can tell, though, when you spin him around and do the break, that his intended audience was the three drones in the sky. So, as you suspected, you're you're being recorded for this. One of the drones actually like snaps a light on, like a like a spotlight, um, and trains it on on Morgan and. From it and the other two, there's a there's a projected voice that's uh, kind of it's not like it's a machine voice, but it's got some mechanical sounding distortion on it. So, well, real quick, while this is going on, uh, like Morgan's listening, he's gonna toss uh, Duke. Like he's gonna he's gonna like take his jacket, his gloves, he's gonna like see what magical artifacts or whatever oh. he's got on him. Okay. Toss him in the sense of rifle through his belongings. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. 
So the so the so the the voice is like uh, so it goes. It's like unregistered meta human. Stand down. You are not authorized to act. Stand down immediately. He just he, he keeps going. Tell tell me when when okay. he's done or whatever. Right. It's like. Uh, he's he's actually gonna hold up a finger to the the drone like for like one one minute. <laughs> okay. In the course of taking Disastro's gloves off, Morgan finds that they're um, they're not regular just like cloth gloves the way he anticipated. They have bits of um, shiny metal. They have like mirrored surfaces sewn into them, woven in. There's even a little like wire uh, array that like when he when he rips the gloves off, a couple of the wires pop. I guess they would all pop. There's a there's like a it looked like there's an assembly of stuff going up his sleeve. So the gloves are mechanical, not magical. Okay. But um, he, when Morgan pops those gloves off and and stalls the the drones and the voices like the cease program has been activated morgan's just gonna look at disaster after he's ripped his gloves off and like gone through his pockets and everything he's not actually looking to like steal anything well he's gonna take but he's in you know nothing for like monetary value or whatever just be like fuck you he's just gonna get down in his face and you know he's gonna squat down with his knees on his or his uh, elbows on his knees just be like you ever come to the fucking sink again and i'll do the same every single fucking time i don't care if you bring the whole sept the sink is off limits like, and he just starts walking away and then he, if he even like hears him start taking a breath he's just gonna fucking kick him in the stomach okay right he does start to, to talk so Morgan kicks him and uh, there's a there's another sound in the air overhead there's a, there's been the sort of like thrum of the of the drones as he starts to walk away, they, they start to follow him, but from, from farther out, he hears he hears a sound coming through the air. Give me a notice. 30. Okay. 19 plus 11. Nice. So looking up into the sky, sort of through the drone lights, he sees two distinct shapes coming through the air. One pretty big. So let's let's put it this way. There's one of the shapes is like one size category bigger than the drones, and the other one is two or three categories bigger. The smaller of these two shapes seems to be coming toward him. The other is going in another direction. He has a a vague sense of where the larger shape is heading, but in the sort of heat of the moment, all the dots aren't connecting quite yet. So he just keeps walking, or... Okay, so the larger shape peeled off. He assumes that both of, like, whatever was coming directly for him, so he, he'll he take a beat and try to figure out, like, where possibly this thing is headed. Like, is it headed deeper into the sink or where him and Kim came from? 
it's not going either of those places. Uh, this is <laughs> this is one of these parts where I should have done my homework because I know where it's going to, but I don't know where that is in relation to where we are now. And if I ask you where a location is, then I'm telling you where it's going. Right. Well, I mean, that's that's up to you. Like, I, I mean, we've got a loose fiction of where things are, but I right. don't think anything is super set and... That's fine. I, I don't think this location is in the sink. If okay. I remember correctly, it's not in the sink. Okay. So it's it's going away from the sink. All right. Well, he, he doesn't know. So um, unless he gets one of his, his little insights that he normally does. But yeah, I guess he's going he's gonna to start hoofing it. Um, he's just going to try to lose the one that's kind of approaching Mm-hmm. Uh, him and I guess he's gonna try to to lay low and he'll just dump disastrous stuff in the first garbage can or dumpster that he sees okay and he'll he'll probably stay off the rooftops he'll just duck down alleyways and okay. skirt under bridges and okay the drones stay on him wherever he goes whatever was happening to them before where they couldn't detect him they seem to be able to compensate for it by the fact of there being three. They move in kind of a weird pattern, and they seem to like when one loses him, it drifts out, and another one slides in and picks him up. Okay. Then he'll he'll start trying to take him out, like he'll pick up bricks or rocks or whatever and try to wing him at him. Okay. All right. So let's say to take out a drone in one shot. It's difficult. It's DC. 20. Okay. So try a throne attack or whatever. Uh, that would be a 16. Okay. So. All right. So this will happen every few seconds or whatever as mm-hmm. he's like moving, picking up stuff to throw, trying again. So every time that you try, it's, it's you know, 10, 15 seconds. Right. In, is, that, in that case, is they... Sorry. Is, is he... Which direction is he moving? So this is like one of the, the boundaries of the sink, mm-hmm. I imagine. Like the, the where the river is. Okay. It's one of the edges. All right. So this is like almost the, the pretty much the edge of town. Like this is the probably the deepest part of the sink. The... Mm, what I was... Imag- I mean, I was imagining the sink as like... You know, so there's we have these two rivers, right? Mm-hmm. And the sink is, I was thinking of it as just kind of a circle almost in that area. So I guess that wouldn't make the river really one of the edges. I just figure the reason why it would be sunken would be because the two rivers converge there mm-hmm. and all that it all like gets in the groundwater and everything. Oh, I see what you're saying now. That, that's how I was imagining the shape of the neighborhood. But if that's the case, then the river wouldn't be the boundary. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess he would be in the middle of it. Okay. More or less. If he can't, if these things are just tracking him down when he figures it, he's probably not going to waste his energy after that then. He'll just stay where he's at and try to take him out because there's no point in him exhausting himself trying to run from these things. Okay. Try again. The, 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 the sound, the different sound that he first noticed is getting distinctly closer. It sounds like a jet engine. Or it sounds like a jet engine combined with, 
you know those like bug zappers mm-hmm. and every now and then a, a bug flies into it and it's like mm-hmm. he hears little crackles like that alright it's getting close he's gonna keep he's gonna start kinda doing that paku paku call okay just cause he might need backup mhm and he's gonna also look at his uh, radio, see if there's a red, cause he never figured out how to call Roland. Right. Ooh, that'll do it. What'd you get? 21. Okay. There's no sign that his magical radio has a message for him. He's hearing nothing from the river when he makes his, his fish sounds, yeah. but he does pick up a cobblestone and take out one of the drones. So um, this seems to throw off their their little pattern. The two, the two that are left like descend a few feet, and they seem to be running a tighter pattern. So it seems to have become a little harder for them to... To continue tracking him. Okay. Um, do another notice check. 21. Okay. So his back is still to the river, more or less. Mm-hmm. From ahead into the neighborhood, he can hear uh, shouting and uh, movement, like people running. Okay. Footfalls. All right. Quick footfalls. He's going towards, towards the sound. If it sounds panicked, um, it's actually no. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. He's heading towards it. Okay. So he runs down the nearest alley. This still being a, a dry area, he can hear his own footfalls as well. Oh, the blindness has worn off at this point. Okay, I think we yeah. just both assumed that, but let's clarify that. Right. I assume within the last however many rounds you would have rolled a fort safe and passed it. So anyway, so he sees a... Uh, he's, he's running down the alley toward that sound, and the, the sound of the footfalls is getting closer to him, and he feels like he's going to round a corner and see what it is. Um, around that time, though, the... The loud engine sound has has stopped. It's like it's right over him. It's over his head, and a, another big light snaps down and casts him in its in its range. And looking up, there's a gleaming white and blue and silver man. Those motherfuckers. Shape. Still my color scheme. <laughs> It, um, it actually looks more like, in terms of the overall aesthetic, it looks like somebody, somebody force-bred an Apple commercial with a transformer. It's... That's a barrage of imagery. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh... It's a it's a power suit or a small mech or something because it's got like big gyro things on its back like casting heat and distortion into the air mm-hmm. to keep it afloat. But all the corners are sort of like rounded and smooth. There's like lines of you know, uh, it's like maybe they're LEDs or something. It's been it's, made aesthetically pleasing. Yes, it's it it, it projects. Uh, 
a quality of like smooth functioning and power and one of the arms which lowers to Morgan has a big glowing thing on it which kind of says gun and uh, a voice that he recognizes now the, the quality of the mechanical distortion is familiar it's like this is the cease unit authorized by the city of Stringersburg. Unauthorized metahuman. Stand down immediately. And then from around the corner, the footsteps, he hears the footsteps again, and he sees uh, a group of people, including Communique, Salamander, Mm -hmm. and Warden. So they come around the corner, and Communique's got like a pistol or something, and she's just like, she's just like, Give it up. You're outmatched. You're coming with us. I may be outnumbered. I don't know if I'm outmatched. She starts to make a retort, and the the guy in the air is just like, just like, hostility recognized. And there's a blast. So. Oh, this is not going to end well for Morgan (laughs) in any fashion. Man, I knew this session was going to be rough. I didn't think it was going to be this rough.